Welcome to episode 20, the big 2-0 of the McSauce Podcast. We've been doing this for 20 years. 20 years. Can you believe it's been that long? When we started, Ian was a spry 14-year-old just learning where his Peter was. Are you 34? But now I have a complete understanding of where my Peter is. Excellent. One more genitalia understanding. One more episode, and this does podcast will be able to drink. Count the genitalia count is the entire package, like the dick and balls. I would imagine it's the, the dick, dick and or is it balls. just the balls? I think it's, it's all of it. It's the whole package. It's okay. your whole so, yeah. But yeah. your ass is to it. Well, no, your because you can't like reproduce with your ass, or can you? Um, no, genitalia is your. Okay. Your, you your know, reproductive organs. Pork and beans. Your, your butt isn't. <laughs> you, can't, you can't reproduce with People your butt. You can only recycle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Recycle. Quickly, Google that. Can you reproduce with your ass? So here we are, episode 20. Yeah. Episode and boy, 20. do we have a special show for you. Do we? No, not really. I mean, this is kind of an underwhelming topic for the, the big, the big two, two goose. Tonight we talk about B-list villains. We'll talk some A-list, C-list villains. We say B-list, but if it's anything like the B-list heroes episode, it's going to be the A-list villains. Episode. But this podcast, because we had such a uh, groundswell of chatter about the B-list heroes podcast. We decided to actually do it. We threw it out there during that podcast that, as a joke, that oh, when we do the villains B list. But people came up to us and said that they would enjoy it. Uh, our our fans, our lovely fans, wrote notes because they disagreed with Paul's short sightedness oh, and idiocy. There, there I, I believe there was a fan that there, had a list, literally a list of of deficiencies and uh, contradictions. If you will, if yes, you will. yes, yes. So they, there was, yeah. People, people took notes and were excited about uh, last, last that last episode. A lot so. of, ton of debate spiraled out of a list and b list heroes. So more so than I thought. Uh, whenever we brought the talk topic up, I was like, eh, I don't know. That so, might be boring. More so than I, t- I did, than I did too. Hopefully tonight does the same. Uh, hopefully we don't finish the podcast and get crickets. So, um, before we get into a little bit of the good stuff, housekeeping with Ian the Sauce Sharply. (laughs) (laughs) Try to make this nice and brief. Go to mcsauce.com, take a look at all the wonderful strips, reviews, and podcasts. As you know by now, you know the drill. You can find us on Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Write, review, rate us, let us know what you think about the show. We do see a lot of you in person, but some of you we don't get a chance to interact with a lot. I would like to say thank you to our friend Wayne that uh, left us a nice five-star review. It's the first review we've received in a long time. He states that he's not a big comic book fan, but started listening to us, and we're bringing a light to this fantastic medium that is comic books. So thank you, Wayne. We Thanks, Wayne. It. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Wayne. 
And uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at Gint underscore McSauce, at The Sauce, at Little Depressed Matt. You can find Dom at Cerebris. And that really is it for that. Moonlit mat- matinees this week. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, you're not going to want to miss this one. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm a very busy man. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to be there. Seen it. <laughs> I have seen I, I've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite. Out of the four, which are the uh, how do you rate them? Do you even count the Crystal Skull? I, I've never seen Crystal Skull. Really? So that automatically gets four. Ah. I go two one three four. Two one three four. Yeah. Temple of Doom's your favorite? Yes. It I is. thought you just said Raiders was your favorite. No, Temple of Doom's my favorite. Maybe I thought we were talking about something else. What do you think we were talking I thought, about? I thought we were talking about Temple of Doom. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm in. I'm back. <laughs> wow. That was the quickest we've lost you or anyone. But that is playing this week. Ian, what, what are your favorites? Uh, three, one, two, four. Man, people fucking hate Temple of Doom. I'm always surprised at how much people hate Temple They played of it Doom. on HBO all the fucking time whenever I was a kid. So maybe I just got burned out on it. Can I do my list? No. Nope. So this week... (laughs) Go ahead, buddy. Thank you. Uh, Two. One. Three. Four. Oh, Matt and I are Indiana Jones brothers. Was that your list exactly? That is my list exactly. Matt, did you see Crystal Skull? Put it up. Yeah. Put it up. I went... Put it up. I went to the midnight show for the Crystal Skull. I... I feel very similarly about the Star Wars prequels as I do the um, Crystal Skull movie. You're um, an apologist of the Crystal Skull? I wouldn't say an apologist, uh, but I don't hate it, but it could have been better, I think. Yeah, I, I don't hate... Uh, to Spoiler alert, there's aliens in the Crystal what the Skull. fuck? Didn't I just tell you I didn't see it? You're not going to see it. That movie is... Seven years old at I this know, point. I know there's so. aliens in it. Okay. It, I didn't think that that was out of all that crazy. People made a big deal about that. Yeah. I was okay. People was, hate the aliens, but it takes place in the 50s, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. and that, that kind it of fits in up, with that and the 50s that was, element. Yeah, that's big alien times. Yeah. Yeah, the, like the whole like government conspiracy paranoia stuff. It was pretty cool. And, you know, the villains were the Russians, who at the time were, you were know... the big villains. Right. Yeah, Kate yeah, um, Blanchett I thought was really good. She was kind of a cool villain. Yeah. I mean, you know, kind of that James Bond style villain. But uh, there were a lot of little things, just like the prequels, that seemed to add up and kind of weigh the movie down, so to speak, and kind of piss people off. And once you accumulate all those things, some people can't get over it. Have you watched that movie more than once? Because I'm thinking about it, I've only seen it in the theater that one time. Yeah, I've seen weekend. it. I've seen it probably three or four times. Yeah. Uh, it. I mean, there are some dumb parts. Can I say some of the dumb parts, Paul? We're, we're spoiling the shit out of it, so fuck him and okay. fuck the listeners. We're just going uh, to talk. No, Me we and you. never fuck the listeners unless they want. We us do to. sometimes. <laughs> but um, actually, she doesn't listen to this, so we never do. <laughs> Um, the uh, oh, oh maybe, maybe she does. Speaking of genitalia, noun, organs of reproduction, especially the external organs. I thought you were gonna say, especially the butt. 
So go on, spoil the hell out of it. I'm gonna. Well, sit I don't over know. Here. Some of the some of the like little dumb things that people had issues with was when the um, vehicle that uh, Karen Allen was was driving like fell off the cliff and onto a tree. Yeah. And then they like, I think, drove off of the tree and then the tree like snapped. It was back a little off. too fantastical for yeah, Indiana Jones yeah. there. Or people make a big deal about the refrigerator scene. See, I didn't hate that. Nearly as much as, like, maybe when Shia LaBeouf is swinging with the monkeys. But even that is only, like, three seconds worth of screen time. It's like, really? That's going to ruin the movie for you? I was okay with it. Is it the best Indiana Jones film? No. I, I was thankful to have another Indiana Jones film. I, I really I really was. It, it was, was It was cool to see him put the hat back on and have an adventure. Um, I, I was probably most displeased with, like, the whole double like triple agent like double cross triple cross thing by the um uh what was that character's name <sighs> it's been so long i don't know anyway that whole like story aspect i thought was weak um and kind of tiresome after you know the first double cross so um anyway paul's getting bored is that it with housekeeping yeah, I th- I elongated housekeeping. We can end it earlier. We we're gonna we we're gonna keep it real tight. Okay, well, it was real tight. I kept it tight. I think I fucked it up. Yeah, you did. That's okay. Oh, I also have Howard the Duck reaction, but this is the end of housekeeping. Yeah, this is no longer housekeeping. This is no longer housekeeping. The beginning of the show. Don't Let's worry. Start the show. Let's start the show. We're t- going to talk about B-list villains, um, and. I'll talk about Howard the Duck later. I really don't no. Know. Let's 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 talk a little Howard the Duck right now. One of our listeners was appalled that I had never watched Howard the Duck, the great movie from the '80s with uh, Leah Thompson, and she let me borrow this Friday. She let me borrow Howard the Duck. Uh, it was the first time that I had, first time that I ever ever um, watched the movie. Not really the biggest fan of it. I wish that I could say that I liked it. It was really kind of campy. I didn't really like the the villains in it. You didn't like Jeffrey Jones? Yeah, no, I was distracted by what no. we were talking about. <laughs> we were deciding pizza while I was trying to... <laughs> so, uh, I, I, th- I, I have a feeling the only redeeming quality of this movie is going to be Jeffrey Jones. And maybe that... Brief shot of Leah Thompson in her uh, in her underpants. Jeffrey Jones wishes he was your favorite part of the movie, especially yours, Paul. I liked all but, of the punk rock songs yeah, that they sang. Those Leah Thompson the, is is punk, punk, punk. unquestionably the uh, highlight of the movie. I don't know that that, that, that comic that old too. comic smell guys are big fans, and I want to give it a watch for those guys. But and you've never seen it? I saw I saw it years ago, maybe yeah. when I was. 12 I should have brought so. it with me. I'm sure that Adrian would not care if I lent it to you. So maybe I'll just hang on now, to it. And um, Ian, did Jeffrey Jones's character scare you? Was he scary to you? He at did all? not scare me. But I could imagine that six-year-old Ian Sharpley would have been scared by that. I never liked face-changing shit. Yeah, like um, that stuff really always freaked me out. Like. Manny faces. No, 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 no. The scariest action figure. More like Zartan. Slow face changing, like in Teen Wolf, kind of freaked me out oh. a little bit. Or, jeez, uh, Louise. American Werewolf in London, or 
any yeah. kind of like subtle face changing thriller was a little scary for me. <laughs> oh, you big pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he was six, this isn't like it's still scary. Do no, you thriller, re- thriller was kind of terrifying, freaky. <laughs> Do you remember the? Um... So was it equally terrifying when he went from black to white later on? No, by that time, I was like, okay, I've got over this face-changing shit, even though it's <laughs> happening in real life in front of my so, eyes. So, did the black or white video freak you out? Because that oh, was a lot of face-changing. That, that was, was a lot of gender changing. I was 13 by that time. It was fine. <laughs> what about in Willow, when that, that chick morphed into like all those different animals? That was okay, because that's a whole body thing. It happened really quick. But eh. What about in Superman 2, when he's in the chamber that takes Fuck. away his powers? Wait, 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 no. The when the chick turns into the robot when she gets Yeah that was, that was fucking fucked freaky up. as fuck. Yeah. That's Superman, still Superman two, three. Oh Superman. That three. scares yeah. me to this day. When quote yeah. unquote Brainiac Isn't that kind when, like, of they absorbs that wrapped bitch? up in like that wire yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, was, yeah. that was fucking scary. That was freaky. Yeah. I'm trying Speaking to think of bad effects like that. I always I always thought it was kinda neat the way Han comes out of the carbonite when they defreeze him. And even now, I'm glad they didn't change it, and it still looks kind of crappy, but still kind of holds up in its own weird way. It really doesn't hold up. Use your fucking imagination. Suspend some disbelief. Can't you just enjoy those movies? You are a hater, sir. (laughs) Hater. In the Dark Crystal... The only person I know that hates the originals. (laughs) <laughs> loves the prequels <laughs> in the dark crystal when they suck the essence out of the I'd little suck something in the dark crystal I know you would <laughs> out of the uh, Gelflings I think it was or whatever yeah they weren't sucking semen it essence. was essence but basically that's, it just looked like a glass of water yeah yeah and uh, I think their faces got like old trivially a little bit yeah that was a little creepy yeah to well, me well I'm surprised that you're calling out that one part of that movie that entire movie is creepy as shit for like a, a six year old for my that birthday that movie should be R rated if you're six that movie's still creepy now yeah I, I got a McFarlane figure Skeksy action figure for my birthday did they make recently. those I have it yeah Oh, bring that next I, podcast. I, I just remembered. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have. To I do never. That. I had never seen Labyrinth because I shoehorned it in here, and then I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, wait a second. I had never seen Labyrinth what? until I was maybe twenty seven. Really? What was holding you back? Labyrinth is fucking awesome. Uh, no, Labyrinth is not awesome. Fuck you. Labyrinth. Holy is the, shit. Labyrinth is the biggest homoerotic piece of shit I've ever seen. But part of like I said, Labyrinth is fucking awesome. <laughs> part of my distaste for Labyrinth was because I thought it was going to be like Dark Crystal. I thought it was going to be kind of creepy. And then when I'm watching it, I'm like, "Holy fuck! Is this is such a kids movie? It's all bright and sunshine, and even the bad Some guys dark shit are happens. so it's kind of silly. No dark shit, Some happens. dark shit happens. David Bowie's bulge is the darkest oh thing God. that happens in Labyrinth." That that is the his giant his giant wienerness. It's the the big villain in that one in those white tight pants. Jesus, Matt Labyrinth. I've never seen it. What? You don't Holy need to at this fuck. point. You're gonna be disappointed. I love Labyrinth. I thought I was gonna get like a Dark Crystal Legend kind of thing. Legend's I've never seen. I've up. never seen Legend before. That's Tom Cruise. Tim yeah. Curry. God damn yeah, is I've Tim never, Curry a great actor. I've never seen. Never seen it. I've never seen it either. But whenever Legend's I cool. think of Labyrinth. I, I've never seen it, but I always think that like the sister movie to that is um, 
The Neverending Story, which I've seen a ton of times. I would say that Neverending Story is much more dark than Labyrinth. Okay. There's a lot of death. There is nothing dark in Labyrinth. It's a it's it's a kids movie. Paul, why are you arguing with man? He just said it. It's the bog of eternal stench is very dark. Because you're gonna stink forever. Because Ian was like, Ian's like, oh, the never-ending story is way darker than Labyrinth. You can't even compare them. There's oh, nothing that, dark about that's Labyrinth. That's why you got mad. Well, you can't compare them because you just did. Because I was just <laughs> saying what you said. I was repeating what you said. You can't compare those. You two. compared them before that. I was. I, I was. I wasn't what you in said. the never-ending story talk. I was talking Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. Hmm. Because I expected, and I didn't get what I wanted. The fuck was I looking up over here? God damn it. David Bowie's Bulge. No. Jeffrey Jones. No. I don't know. No. Legend. So, um... B-list supervillains. Matt wanted to touch on a couple Star Wars points. He wanted to... Do we want to do that before we get into B-list villains? Yes, let's touch. Well, uh... Star Wars Celebration Europe 2, I think that's what it's called, uh, took place over this weekend in Germany. And uh, they revealed a, a few bits of news that, um, you know, might be worth mentioning. Uh, very little was mentioned about the upcoming Episode 7. Um, however, uh, there was a little bit of news on the Star Wars animated front. Um as you probably know, they canceled the Clone Wars TV show once Disney acquired Lucasfilm. And in its place, they're going to uh, start a new show called Star Wars Rebels, which is going to take place in between episodes three and four. So it's going to bridge the gap between the two trilogies. And um, so they revealed the new logo for the Rebels show, which is really cool. It's black and orange, kind of calls back... Um, so the flight suits the flight suits from the classic trilogy uh and then they revealed some concept art which is very cool because you'll see tie fighters and uh classic like star wars um kind of looks like you'll see red lasers or i'm sorry green lasers um and then they introduced the new ship of the main character who they didn't say who it was but they revealed what the ship looks like and it's called the ghost um so that looks cool uh, some of the other news, they're going to release a, a five-disc, or no, it's more than five discs, but uh, they're going to release a boxed set of the five seasons of The Clone Wars on Blu-ray. So it's got all 100-plus episodes of The Clone Wars. Um, plus can't all believe the that they made 100 episodes of The Clone Wars. Yeah, That's a lot. yeah. And, and from what I can tell, I've only watched three seasons worth, but... They got better as it went, and from what I understand, seasons four and five are really, really good. The one thing that I can say about the Clone Wars is that the animation always looked top-notch. It always looked really good. The animation got better. Like, from if you look at it with the first season to the fifth, um, it gets way, way better. And not this, just the animation, the directing. going to include the movie? Uh, mm. I don't think so. But probably that's a good thing because that movie was awful. It wasn't all that good, but I, I've I, and I haven't watched big chunks of yeah. the um, animated series. But I did like everything that I've I've watched has been quality at least yeah. from the standpoint of the art. 
story varies here and there, but I have, you know, the Darth Maul story. It was yeah. really cool. I like yeah. that. I skipped ahead and watched that. I admit that. But um, the uh, the show was very up and down in the three seasons that I watched, the first three seasons. So you'll have like um, a string of really great episodes. They feel maybe a little bit more adult in nature. Uh, and then all of a sudden it'll feel like it went back to like Saturday morning cartoons for a, a run of episodes. And so you had this real unevenness throughout. But yeah. from what I've been told, and also based on the previews that I've seen, it really does look like by season four and five that they really kind of started to go in a more mature direction. And and I think appeal a little bit more to either older kids or adults. And uh, so I have to say that I'm looking forward to checking out seasons four and five and, and I'm not sure if I want to buy the box set because they announced it's going to be a hundred and fifty dollars holy fuck holy hell it's five seasons hundred episodes I will buy the Dexter box set once the season ends I will not be buying the Clone Wars box set but I'll borrow yours whenever one of you buy it I, I love how you're like holy fuck but, but I'll buy the Dexter one Dexter's different man what if Dexter's 150 bucks? I don't even need to think about it. Okay. Come in. But I mean, like, is if you Dexter think about a it, hero or a villain? Um, he's a punk. He's one of those. Dexter's one of those gray area Secret Six characters oh. that I love so much. The dead um, shot of the Showtime universe. Which consists of Californication, weeds. <laughs> Big C? Homeland? Do you watch Homeland? Ray Donovan? Ray Donovan. I want to like Ray Donovan because I like Liam Lee Schreiber, but I don't care about mob stuff. So the the only other there was one other small detail um, from from Celebration uh, to Europe, which is they announced the next one, the next Star Wars Celebration, which is going to be uh, in 2015, the year that Episode Seven comes out. It's going to I think be about a month before the release of that movie. Are you going? Uh, where, I had, where is it? I had considered it if they did Orlando again, but this or that year in 2015, it's going to be in Anaheim, so I don't Jesus. think I'll be going there. Uh, did they ever do? Yeah, they do cold cities, right? Like they did and, Minneapolis, right? That's a that's a central point, though. They did Indianapolis, and that, I did go to the Indianapolis one. That that was uh, Celebration Three. Uh, I believe that. Um, the one in Anaheim is going to be Celebration 7, so they've done a few since then. But anyway, the only other, the, the only Episode 7 news is that John Williams has committed to doing the soundtrack, which I'm extremely excited about. And uh, not only that, but he's going to do the entire trilogy, so he's committed to that. Uh, and, and I know what you're thinking, Paul. <laughs> what am I thinking, Matt? He only has to live yes. five more years <laughs> because if you do the math, he'll probably do the soundtrack for episode seven next year. And then with these movies on a two year schedule, he'll need to do one two years after that. So that's three years. And then another two years, that's five years. A two year schedule seems so tight. Does it feel like that's, that's really tight to you guys for well, them to we, get those out? I think we talked about this in the. Um, He's 81. This year. Yeah. A spry 81. A spry 81. I mean, you know, Stan Lee, I think, is 181, and he's still going. So. True believers. 
No, Stan Lee's Waka in Waka. his 90s, isn't he? Well, he might be in his 90s, I think. Did I tell you that I met the great Stan Lee? You didn't. How, how did you do that? Did you break into 90s, his house? even. I broke into his house and I woke him up. <laughs> cock in his mouth. <laughs> you waited for him in the bathroom. How did you? Why? And, how did you get he sat on his toilet yeah. naked in the dark, waiting for him to sit down? He, <laughs> sit down with he, his mouth. He, he wandered <laughs> in late at night. He was going to throw up. Hand came out of the toilet and grabbed his dick. <laughs> well, how did you meet him? No, that's exactly it. It's the weirdest thing that you guys knew that. Allow me to jerk you off, sir. Uh, no, he was Excelsior. in. <laughs> He he was at a uh, signing and and I got to meet him and because I was the last person in line, uh, Blowy, I heard Blowy. We we actually got to exchange a few words, which was more than most people. Most people, it was like a production line. So you you know you handed your whatever you wanted to have signed to the person that was kind of like running the thing, and then they would slide your shit down as you moved down the line. And, you know, he signed it, handed it back to you. He's like, here's your underwear back, sir. Yeah. (laughs) So I got to actually, being the last person, I got to stop and shake his hand and tell him that I was, you know. His biggest fan. You know, actually, I didn't say I was a fan. I just said thanks for everything that you did. And uh, who Did he know what you meant? Uh, Probably. It's fairly vague. He was like, I've killed a lot of people, son. (laughs) That's what I'm thankful for. They they had it coming, these people. But um, he, he did... Like joke with his assistant as I worked my way down the line. He looked at his assistant. And he's like, "I don't know. Do you think he's worthy?" And she was what like, "What an arrogant ass!" No, he was just joking. He was super cool. <laughs> Stanley is. I uh, wish that he would have just cut the line. No more autographs right Stanley. off at Matt as the last person. But uh, anyway, yeah. So John Williams is going to write the music for episode seven, eight, and nine. Um, you know, keeping things consistent with the the first six movies, and he, they even released a really cool video where he talks about how excited he is to be doing it and everything. So, uh, this is a good thing. I agree. I agree. I think it's I think it's a really good thing. Fingers crossed that he lives that long. Um, I think it's mainly, and this is so morbid, but I feel like it's at least important that he make it through to do the first one, you know, episode seven, and if he can get that done. Then if he is unable to do uh, eight or nine, somebody can come in. Hans Zimmer can slide right in there. No, probably not. Probably not Hans Zimmer. And build and build and build and build and just keep building. I can't go! If they were... Good old Hans Blue Balls. (laughs) I wonder who would be a good choice if... Stan, or if Stanley couldn't do it, Stanley <laughs> would be the best choice. Clearly, <laughs> if John Williams couldn't do it, who would who would be a good choice? You are asking two people that have no idea. You would rather talk about blue balls than no. I have no. I no. I just I <laughs> well, just don't have as much knowledge. Hans Zimmer is the only other. And who was a uh, well, Basil Razzle was the other uh, Basil guy. Razzle. Oh <laughs> yeah, uh, Polderis or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now. Uh, are there any movies that you can think of that had like good soundtracks? You don't have to know who wrote it, but like, uh, like the guy that did Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I would go there. Lord Howard of the Rings. Shore. Tron Two was fucking awesome. I think that. Are uh, you being serious? Are I think being... that the Crystal Method did that. <laughs> no. Um, no, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I James Horner. Mm, I don't pay all that close attention. To the music, I if it's good, I kind of hear it a little bit, but it's not quite as the 
it's not the focal point that you have it and I don't have I don't have a musical background. You know at what? All. It probably is the focal point in a weird way for you, even if you don't realize it. Like if we, you know, put techno music in Star Wars, you'd be like, "What?" Well, I know whenever things should have a more classical feel to them, or if they should have um, a more contemporary. I know that uh, it sounded like the Avengers soundtrack was all grunge and '90s kind of stuff, and I would prefer. That it had a more classical feel to it. I know that much. Yeah. I don't want Soundgarden in my Star Wars. I really regret that the Avengers didn't have like a very strong soundtrack. It didn't. It didn't have a, a theme like. It makes it a theme. It I makes wasn't it happy more with timeless. Chris Cornell in Man of Steel. I what? wasn't either. What did you say? I wasn't happy with Chris Cornell in Man of Steel. Was he in Man of Steel? Yeah, when they were doing the uh, the oh, he Clark physically Hobo oh. montage. They're playing a Chris oh, Cornell song. Really, I didn't know that. I like Chris <clears throat> Cornell, but I don't think I don't want him in my, my epic su- movies. My superhero movies need that that timeless element to them. Right. Yeah. And I, I, if you put any kind of contemporary music to it, it's going to ruin that. Yeah. We're looking at you, ACDC, and all those Iron Man. And movies. I think we covered this maybe twenty years ago when we first started these podcasts. But there are certain superhero movies that that have these soundtracks that really stand out, to me at least. Like, and probably even to you, Ian. If I mention like, the Batman theme and the Superman Danny, theme... Danny, Danny Elfman. Um, you know, those are the ones that really like, kind of stand the test of time. Um, I'm trying to think of like, a recent one that's really strong, and to be honest, I, I really can't. No, it's a, it's a good thing, John Williams. Williams will be doing this, and I'm sure there's someone... Competent enough to take, if he dies after the first one, there's someone competent enough to take the base that he's put together in episode seven yeah. and roll it out for two more. Because what he does is he'll write like themes for characters. So like when these characters show up on screen, you'll hear these themes, and again, it's almost like a subconscious thing where you don't even realize that it's that character's theme. And if he can, where when you're watching a- Harry Potter and close your eyes, you're like, holy fuck, I'm watching Star Wars. Sometimes. <laughs> um, but thank you for derailing my train of thought. Um, That's what we do. <laughs> but uh, I think that if he can establish some themes, and probably you know the majority of the new characters are going to be introduced in episode seven that are going to you know be in this trilogy, uh, those will carry on throughout the the subsequent movies. So I think we'll be okay if if he can only do one, but hopefully he can do all set or all three. Matt Cassell, soundtrack guy, folks. I wish I had more to add. That's okay. I wish I had more to give you. That makes me look like really, like I know what I'm talking about. Compared to the two of us idiots, you absolutely do. (laughs) Well, let's talk about something that that, uh, Ian Sharpley and Paul the Gint, McGinty know about. And that is... What would that be? That is... A list villains and all the letter grades that follow. All right, let me break this down real fast. I was going to say, and then I'm let's gonna... have some rules of engagement before we go into this fracas. Let me break down how this goes real fast, and then I'll let you guys go at it. A list, Lex Luthor, and all the Batman villains. Time out. B list, everybody else. Go. Time out before you before we get into this because a big portion of what the fans and probably me and Matt were upset about were the 
rules that we were comparing A-list and B-list characters, what are we talking about? Because Paul is famous for changing Whoa. changing Whoa. what we're talking about to suit his argument. That's not true. It is true. At all. That's not true. It is true. Oh, well, it was true. That, no, that, that it wasn't true was. for that either. You changed around what, how we were comparing. I maintain the entire time that I was pulling from all sorts of different things to compile my list So whenever what we... makes someone an A-list or B-list hero. Anytime we disagreed with you, you would pull out a new qualification that you were using no, to judge. The only the only reason you're saying that is because Darcy said that because she's mad that I think Storm is a B-list hero. I'm not saying that. Teresa also said and wrote an entire list about how you were changing the talking points. Because they're valid talking points for that character. Well, they, for those characters. They, Matt, they are, but you... You were, know I'm right. Get in here. Help me out, you dirty fucker. Tell me, tell me I'm wrong. I'm, un, I'm unafraid to debate this. Do you want me to get involved? Yeah. Ask me a specific question. Like what? What do you want me to say? Like, Is he right? I think that what we were talking about changed dramatically from character to character. Because character to characters have different qualifications. I understand that, but not whenever you're trying to slot them. You have to use something as a barometer think, to judge them. But all. you can't do that for everybody. You can't. Okay. You can't. So then, base, how can you compare anybody if you, you can't, can't base if, Wonder Woman's <clears throat> popularity on her cinematic history because she doesn't have one? That, so you need other gauges for that. That's right? fine. But then you were jumping into power range. level, power yeah. levels, and things like that, and those don't. Those those jive against each other with a lot of different characters. Certain characters are Matt. Jump in then. Jump well, in. No, I, I'm waiting until you're done. And then, I'm done. Okay. All right. So maybe I can help clarify. Um, I think what we did was we had um, various criteria uh, for all of these characters, and if you happen to fall under one of these criteria. You basically made the A list. It was anything from does you know the, the general public know the character's secret identity? Here was one we didn't even mention, but we should have. Does the general public know the character's power? Um, That's my, a good one. Yeah, my brother actually pointed that out to me, and he said, you know, because like everybody knows if you say the Flash, everybody knows well he runs fast, and I was like, shit, maybe we should have put him on the A list. But anyway, I digress. Uh, you know, another thing was. Uh, like Paul mentioned, their cinematic history and, and so on and so forth. Um, th different characters were put in based on different criteria as long as we agreed that criteria got them into the A-list category. Um, I think what you were saying about where Paul kind of deviated for the heroes debate was he said something like, how popular are these characters within their established universes? Not, maybe not even how popular. How important when, when for the majority of the time that we were talking, for 45 minutes we talked about popularity outside and in the general public in the real world. Right. We didn't mention right. With, once how, how important they were to right. the universe that they existed exactly. in. Exactly. Which is a valid point, but we didn't talk about yeah, that. Once we're and then not, it came up. We're not going to grade these characters based on the fictional world that they exist in. We're going to even though I like that a little bit. I think that the Fantastic Four, when you made that point, might be an A-list character. 
Um, and that's the point that I made. That's what I said. I put the caveat on that. I said, in their universe, so-and-so character would be this. Yeah, I don't think that that's a, a very um, efficient way of doing this. I, th- I think we should at least keep it kind of a popularity contest within you know the real world because context. They're, they're two different conversations exactly really. yeah so so going forward if if we you know we can establish right now what are the criteria what you know as long as you fall into one of these let's say five categories you're you're basically a list um what are the categories well okay so and I, I we're will, not actually going to get to the characters. I will preface this with: I think that our list is going to have to probably be more lenient than it was for the heroes. And if it's not, we're going to have a fucking two-person list. Right, and I'm fine with that. And then we can do Bs and then Cs and down from there. So you think that Lex <clears throat> Luthor and all of the Batman villains are a list? No, no, I was being facetious. I think. Lex Luthor and the Joker are A-list, and everyone else is B-list. Then you weren't being facetious. You were B- yeah, you were being I mean, serious. you're being serious, which is the opposite. No, I said Lex Luthor and all of the Batman villains. No, Paul. And then okay. everybody else. Oh, okay, so you're saying that one of the Batman's villains, and then the rest of them... Correct. Even in the Marvel, are we are we just talking DC? Are we talking the Marvel universe as well? We just, we gonna, what are we gonna do? Villains. All, all of, all of them. You all think of, Lex Luthor? All of comic them. book villains. So you think that people don't know who Magneto is? You don't think that people know who Doctor Doom is? Doctor Octopus? Venom? I think people I, know I think who they are, are. I think these are open to debate. I think the basically the home runs for the heroes were like Superman, Batman, and Spider Man, and mm-hmm. kind of everybody else was. I think at least a conversation. Maybe Wolverine was an obvious one, but for the villains, the only obvious. Home run guarantees are the Joker and Lex Luthor, and I think we can talk about the rest. Okay. Would you guys agree with that? <clears throat> Ian, I, I think, has... Paul, would you... Has, I agree. Worry about yourself first. I agree with that. Okay. Ian, would you agree with that? I think the Joker's a home run. I think Lex Luthor... Are you fucking kidding? You think people don't know who Lex Luthor is? Who doesn't know who Lex Luthor is? You're just doing this to start an argument. Next. We have a lot of time for arguing. We can at least agree on this one. So you don't think that... Okay, I'll I'll agree with it. Lex Luthor. (laughs) Joker. Do you really not agree with that? No, I agree with it. Because I think you're just being a dude. I agree with it. I agree with it. No, but if you really don't, let's talk about it. I agree with it. I agree with it. Okay. Uh, Who do you guys think would be the the next in line to probably be the most likely A-lister? I think Magneto. I think people know who the fuck Magneto is. I would agree with you. I mean... Yeah? Yeah. Would you not agree? Um... Yeah. I I guess so. I think, Matt, you made a good point about uh, Dr. Octopus when we were talking a couple days ago. I think a lot of people know who that guy is. I think he is absolutely, without a doubt, recognizable by a shit ton of people. I think even, I even, or maybe you know, the, people may that, see Magneto and be able to tell you what he does, but not be able to tell you what his name is. I think that they would be able to tell you that it's Magneto. I'm pretty sure that they would. I I think uh, those two guys are are like your 
probably your next two most obvious A-list picks. I think Spider out of all Spider-Man's villains, even though you know the Green Goblin is more the guy for Spider-Man, Doctor Octopus is the most recognizable, more than any other villain of his. We can also probably throw the Riddler into this mix. Well, yeah, and the Penguin. Two Face. People know who Two Face is. I wouldn't go Two Face. Not yet. Why not? not? Yet. <clears throat> Even after. Being in two Batman movies that a lot of the public saw, public spotlight, his name is Two-Face, his face is split in half. <laughs> his half. face is two faces. Does that scare you? Two faces in no, one? No, 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 no. Because no, make, they've already a, changed. You make a compelling argument, although he really wasn't in The Dark Knight all that much. He was almost like in the last 25 minutes of but, the movie. But he still was in it. No, yeah, he, he was. He was. Um... But, you know, people remember that movie because of the Joker, not because of Two-Face's involvement. It's a, it's a recognizable character just because it says everything about him. The, when you take a look at him, his name is exactly what he looks like. I agree. It's impossible to get Two-Face incorrect. Uh, I agree. Um, I, with With that in mind, well, not that exactly, but, you know, his cinematic history, the most recent villain from the Batman series was Bane and he was you know the guy he was the main guy and uh, would you say that the mass you know public would recognize Bane as a as a major villain no. as an A-list villain not at all I not if you so. show them comic book Bane 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 I wonder what his power <laughs> is yeah, I, I think I think if you show them Dark Knight Rises, Bane, you know, maybe that maybe they'll or they'll you do an it. imitation of his voice. I mean, that voice was very like memorable. Everybody does an impression of it. Yeah, if if you if you just let people listen to the voice, they're gonna say Skeletor, <laughs> A list villain, B list villain, uh, Skeletor. I would say A list. People know who Skeletor is. Uh, Distinctive laugh. He is a skeleton. If we're going. If we're going straight up Lex Luthor Joker rules, he's B list. Because Bobby at work didn't well, what, know who it was, but she would know who the Joker what was. What are the rules? Because we never discussed the actual rules. Does Bobby rules. listen to this podcast? Because no. if she does, she will be so excited that we that we called her out. Her ears would catch on fire. Why? All the profanity. Did we even swear this episode? Oh yeah, we swear Jesus. when Genitalia. Is that a swear? It's word? probably gonna be the name of this episode. <laughs> oh. What are the rules that we're talking about with... We just named those two characters. We didn't set rules. What makes them A-list villains? You guys and some of our anal listeners are the ones that want rules. Ooh. Anal That's listeners. Right. That's right, paragraph on my cellular phone. Mm, maybe just Calling edit. you out. I think that I would say dedicated, you call loyal out? fans. I don't name names. Dedicated loyal fans is what I call them. I appreciate it. But what are the good conversations? Let's get back. What are the fucking rules? What, why is definitively the Joker and Lex Luthor A list villains? What makes them A list villains? Don't look at me. You're the one who said it. What well, makes it? I, okay, and I don't know if we really established this before, but basically, if you showed. Your average person, a picture of the character, they, they would say Lex Luthor is Professor X. 
No, they would say Professor X is Lex Luthor. Incorrect. I wanted to do They this. would say Lex Luthor is Steve Austin. I wanted to do this head test <clears throat> before we did this episode, but I didn't. Lazy. We know. I, I get it. I get it. Wedding. Wedding. I was in a wedding. I... I would be willing Catered to. A wedding. I would be willing to How show you? some some random people pictures of Lex Luthor and say, "Who is this?" Lex Luthor is a little the, harder because he's and, and that, under that criteria because he's a normal guy. And that and I was thinking about this, and I I think that maybe the head test isn't the right test because I I I do agree that Lex Luthor is an A list villain, but the head test, which seems to be good for a lot of. A lot of different heroes and villains doesn't work for him. It doesn't. People are either going to say Lex Luthor, well, more likely Professor X. I think so. Well, he he also has a cinematic history. Um, when you think of he you has know, hair every fucking time. Yeah, I mean when, his cinematic uh, history isn't as long as Professor X's. It sucks. When you think of uh, you know the the A list heroes, sometimes you might think of well, who are their nemesis? When you think of Superman. The first guy that is going to pop into your head is Lex Luthor, just the way the Joker is the first pick for you when you think of Batman. I think if you ask people, name two comic book villains, Lex Luthor will be one of those first two, 95% of the time. And, And not only that, but these guys have both been around since the 30s. I mean, they have, you know lasted generations upon generations you know basically an entire generation longer than pretty much anybody else we're going to list here they have history on their side people just know them i mean there's just such a ingrained part of popular culture and i know that we're derailing based on our criteria but these guys like again just like our unquestionable a-list heroes are somewhat beyond like the rules and criteria because they just are. They just are. Ian doesn't like that. He made a, a they, face. They just are like, is a is weak weak but sauce. Ian, so. Ian just they, they just are. This is isn't a, not a valid. I'm with Matt. Reason they just are. This isn't a science. Ian made a face like I just fed him a like a turd. Why why is that not okay? Because man? he fails the head test. Yeah, we yeah, I think so. I, 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 think I think you're I, wrong. I, don't I think, think that I think that it actually makes the case for Professor X that you were making as an A-list hero even stronger because I think that people would go over. I think they would go over Lex Luthor. They will go Professor X. I think so. That's just me. Professor X has more slanty eyebrows. People aren't going to fucking know that. They're not going to know that. They're going to be like bald dude, comic book Professor X. I think that. But that's just me. I could be wrong. No way. Let's put Ball it to the dudes, test. Well, on. The book, that's Lex Luthor every time. You you can say that, but I would think you'd be wrong. Ian, you agreed that Lex Luthor is an A-list villain. I did, and now, I still do. Okay, um, what do you feel makes him that way? I agree with your point about you think Superman, who is his villain? You don't think Brainiac. You don't think Bizarro. You think Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. That's it? That's that's a that's a major reason. Okay. Superman is uh, the biggest hero in the DC universe, and that is his major villain. So I, I think that elevates him because I, if you're fighting the the top hero, then you have to be a top villain. I but I don't I don't think villains should be. I don't think villains should be ranked on who their nemesis is. 
No, but it's a way to think kind of gauge it. Part of it, don't you? Because no one knows who the fuck Wonder Woman's chief nemesis is. No, but if DC Comics if you, doesn't even know, if who you it, already have a lot nemesis. of things in your favor, I think that's a part to elevate your right. status. But more I than I think anything, the fact that the X Men are Magneto's chief rival elevates him. I agree with that, but in the case of Lex Luthor, more than anything, the character has just been around for so long that he has like. The Red Skull's been around for a long time, too, but we're not talking about that. But Lex Luthor has permeated our pop culture. He just has. It's just, everybody knows who he is. Okay. He doesn't even look the same in all his incarnations, as you guys even stated. Well... Most of the time he looks the same, but not all the time. True, true. In the most iconic, one of the most iconic portions of the Superman mythos... He's just fucking Gene Hackman. He took the wig off at the end. At the end. Um I think a lot of I think a lot of the general public will relate baldness to Lex Luthor. I don't think anyone's gonna think he has hair. In in multiple versions he's had hair. Lois and Clark. And in the movie for Smallville, the most part. Never had hair. Okay, that's that's fine. I I didn't say all, I said a couple. Animated series, never had hair. Batman, or Batman Returns. Superman Returns. As I, said, as I stated, a couple means two. And, her and I think I named one and two, so I'm not sure where we're getting he all messed up here. Number three. And I said a couple, that would mean one and two. Wait. That would be two things that I was naming. How, he doesn't look the same in all again? his incarnations. That's all I'm saying. Professor X pretty much looks the same, except for first class. I, was, <laughs> I, saw, I saw the look right on your faces, so well, fuck was, you. Have you guys seen the the promo posters for yes. Um, yes. for Days of Future Past where they're where they, like split and yeah. with James McAvoy and Patrick Stewart? Those were cool fucking posters. Those are cool. Well done. Yeah. Well done to the designers on that project. Yep. Because they look good. They yeah. look like they could naturally age into those those other people. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, Do those creep you out? Slow-changing faces in the 80s. Not spliced faces. So Slow-changing faces in the 80s. <laughs> um, so, basically, I think what we've established here is that Ian desperately wants to go back two episodes ago and put Professor X on the A-list. Not desperately. I just think that um, this is making a case. I think the Lex Luthor portion of it might make a case for because Professor X. Bald? Yeah, they're both bald and comic book dudes. I mean, I think that people associate that. That's the head test. If you guys are like, they just are, I think my, they're bald and comic book dudes is equally as flimsy as they just are. Well, I know they just are doesn't sound that exciting, but I mean, the reason why they just are is because they have existed for so long. And that's fine. I don't think we're going to get any argue, argument about this. Like, we got some shit after that. Okay, so. Episode. But I think, I don't think Matt and I will hear. One person say genuinely, Lex Luthor is not an A-list villain. Who decides genuinely, you or? Well, you say stuff just to start an argument. Sometimes, but I didn't say that just to start an argument. Sometimes every episode. I do, because the fans (laughs) like it. Because I polled the fans and they like fighting. So what? What the fuck? I like fighting too. No, you so anyway, don't because you hate you hate winners and losers episodes. That's just retarded. I don't like that competition. I like fighting. I don't like Lex the... Luthor, Alice, Bill, and Matt and I win. Yeah. 
I, I, I said he's an A-list villain. I just... I said he was an A-list villain! He and you win, too. Yay! <laughs> that was the shittiest sci-fi ever, but... Um, so so my laugh like, isn't good. Like a, like my high rest. fives aren't good. I mean, courtesy high five. Yeah, that was a courtesy high five. Where we, you just we put did your a high five. Who said your laugh isn't good? We named well, a whole courtesy laugh. fucking podcast oh, well, after that, courtesy that's, laugh. That's Are you the, here? That's you not your attention. laugh. That's the courtesy laugh. Okay. Your that, real laugh is fantastic. That high five From that we did was almost like... We were in prison, and there we were talking to each other through the glass, and we put our hands like up to the glass on opposite sides. It was, it was very brushy. It was breezy. Yeah, yeah. Because one party was genuinely excited, okay. and the other one was just like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> we'll give Ian some points for this, so he doesn't get mad. Anyway, okay, so who? Let's talk about some other people other right, than let, Lex Luthor. Let's clarify. Solomon Grundy. Let's clarify who we have so far. Born on a Monday? No. The Joker? Lex Luthor. Are we saying Magneto or no? I think yes, Magneto. You're saying that your eyes are saying no. And, and if we're not going to say... Dick's saying yes. If we... I'm not voted on this one. I'm going to go... I'll, no, I mean... I'm going to give up fence. like that. After I fought for Lex Luthor, so fucking clearly is. Because I don't, I don't really give a shit. If he's in Why a, are if you he's that's that dumb if he's fucking, A-lister, that's if, that dumb anti-Marvel bullshit that you pull. It's no, ridiculous. No, it, it, it is. It isn't because I think I think he's on the fence. I think he can go. He can go either way. I think there's arguments for him and there's arguments against him. Well, how about this? Why like, don't we I talk think, about something that you do give a shit no, about? Why people, don't we do that? No, we'll stay on Magneto. I think, like I said, I think people can tell you what he does, but not necessarily tell you his name. And I think that hurts his A-list status. But I do think the his fucking outfit and the helmet, it's a it's pretty recognizable. But using your argument for Lex Luthor, he doesn't look that way in the fucking movies. He has that a uh, very similar helmet. It's not the same, but it's very similar. Oh, similar. Similar. Based similar. on by the what? loosest definition of similar. similar. Based on And he never fucking wears it. He has it on for like two minutes out of the whole series. Are you going to let Matt talk or what? Based on what we established kind of as like the criteria, we had all those different things. If you fall into one of these categories, you're basically in. Okay, people don't know that it's Eric Lencher or whatever his name is. Well, I think the real name the real name test is out for villains. I don't even think we can use it. Because the Joker doesn't even have a real, real name. And no one's going to know Thal Sinestro. Except me. Well, Let's too bad see. he's a C-lister. Yeah. That's fine. Anyway. I said that as a dig, but you didn't take it nearly as bad as I thought you would, so now I'm... Why, no, why would I think that? Such, no, no one knows who the fuck that is. Anyway, um, so Magneto, you do know his powers, I think. If, if I said to somebody, like even my mom, like, I, you know, it's like you use your parents as like the gauge for this, you know, hey, what does Magneto do? I feel like even my mom might know. Well, he's magnetic <laughs> it's in his fucking name anybody would know that oh uh, my, my you know, i don't no, mag nito i don't mean leading with leading with his name like showing him showing someone a picture and being like what does this guy who is this guy i think pete and i think more people will say the purple oh, and he's the, the he's like the x-men he does like stuff with stuff 
more before they say what mental patient are he you does, asking before they just stuff when, when you come out the you know what I mean before they come out and say stuff. oh that's me. when you go to the special olympics people will be like oh he does stuff with stuff he can move stuff he can shape stuff before they say magneto maybe maybe because a lot of people might think he can just control shit with his mind not necessarily know that he just controls metal. I don't yeah. know. I'm pretty sure that they know that he can control metal. But that Do you, by by that just, just watching be... him raise a bridge up in the air, are you like, well, that guy clearly controls iron? I mean, he you're did like, a well, lot fuck, of he could be doing that metal centric stuff the in force. the movie. And but I think Jean that Grey, they spoke Grey, about Professor it. Professor X could do that too. I mean, I'm not saying. I think, I think that they clearly that, talked about it, and it is in his no, name. I'm not saying Magneto no, is pretty fucking clear. I'm not saying in the context of the movie. I'm saying you show someone a cut scene. All you're showing is this guy moving a bridge with nothing, just boom. No one's like you're gonna think, oh, he's doing that with his mind. No one's gonna be like, oh, he's clearly mastering the power of metal. I think that they. When you, they show a cutscene of Lex Luthor, like, doing what? Doing what? He doesn't have any powers. We're not talking so about I'm, Lex Luthor. We're talking about I'm, Magneto. I'm comparing and contrasting against your argument yeah, that if you show Ian, a cutscene... and you're being unfair. We, we I'm agreed, comparing and contrasting. You're being unfair. We've agreed that there are different criteria. In the case of Magneto, we're going to use his power. His power. Example. Okay. So... We're, so then, what other A-lister can we compare if it's unfair for me to compare Lex Luthor or the Joker? Because well, neither of them have any I, I feel like we're not, we're not exactly comparing them to each other. We're comparing them based on this criteria that we've set. Which is? Well, shit. How many times do we have to say it? Their powers. Should we write this down name? for Ian? No, no, no. Their powers, their name. I the, think that the head test. I think that I think he passes a lot of the those. The pop things. culture test. I think he passes that one. I think he passes that as well. So what the fuck are we arguing? What about? are we fucking arguing about? That people won't know what he controls in the trailer to X Men. Okay, so Magneto's on the list. The other guy that we were kind of talking about is the um, Doctor Octopus. Do we feel like he should be on that list? And if so, why? I say yes. Paul, what do you say? Instantly recognizable. I think yes. I think instant... Yeah, but you gotta, you gotta do beyond the head test, the full body test. No, I think you can do even the head test. He yeah. has a recognizable haircut traditionally, goggle glasses. Yeah, Alfred Molina looked just like that in his biggest pop culture appearance. He had a similar haircut. He didn't have a he, similar he had, haircut in the slightest. He had and he, glasses. For about 30 seconds of the movie. Was it 30 seconds of the movie? Three minutes of the movie. It was wasn't three a lot. Minutes. It wasn't a lot. He, he Alfred he looks, Molina's head he, he in that movie looks more nothing similar, like Dr. Octopus. He looked more similar to Dr. Octopus than Gene Hackman did in Superman. In any of the Superman, wig or without. And I know I'm going back there, but if we're going to talk about that, then I'm going to have to go back there. Am I being unreasonable? I don't think I am. Well, you usually are, but no, I'm just kidding. I, I, I disagree with that. Uh, no, it's, it's, so, the, so, it's the arms that make him recognizable. It's not his but fucking I think he head. Can st- 
I think he can still pass the head test. I no think way point. he passes the head test. You're nuts. We're going to have to do the head test now. I, that would be a fun exercise. I wanted to do I, it before this because I knew that we were going to get this irrational reaction. I feel like... Uh, he had fucking sunglasses in that movie. They weren't even like the big goofy goggles or anything. Those are pretty similar. I still feel like are that they? comic book look is somewhat iconic with that ridiculous bowl cut and the goggles and everything. I don't know how relevant it would be to like a younger generation if they saw him, but maybe an older generation would recognize it. But I think unquestionably if you show the full body shot, yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. So full body based shot. on that Maybe we should even do the full body shot as the new barometer. Outside of having the If he's standing up, he's Lex Luthor. If he's sitting down, he's Professor X. Correct. (laughs) Nobody's going to be able to tell you, like, his powers, really, outside of having those extra arms. Um, Well, those are his powers. Well, yeah, but I guess he's pretty fucking smart, too, right? Yeah, but that's not powers. Okay, well, whatever. Um... So those okay, we got four four A listers. Is are there any other A listers that you guys feel? You mentioned Skeletor. I would say no. I would also say no. I think a case can be made. I think that people know make the case. I, I think that um, people do know who Skeletor is. I think just like the Riddler, a case can be made for A list, but I don't think they are. I would probably disagree with you on the Riddler. But I don't want to get into that until we put um, Skeletor to bed. He's he's in bed. I think a case can be made for it, but I'm not going to fight. I don't. That I, I don't. I don't think it. he is. I think Skeletor is more. Skeletor is more generational. I I think that it's a conversation that you could have, but I think at the end, uh, B list. Yeah, I think he's B. Yeah, could be. Okay, so uh, the Riddler, I feel, is A simply because again, it's debatable whether the Riddler is even a villain. He is. Really? He's yeah. a villain. I think he's a villain. What he's gone back and forth. I, I think that he would even fall... nuances of comic book writing. <clears throat> he's a bad guy. I feel like the popularity that that character had in the 60s during the, uh, the Batman TV show, the Adam West show... Frank Gorshin. The Frank Gorshin character was so uh, iconic that it has lasted... Generations. I mean, obviously that shows from the 60s. I wasn't born until 1979, and I fucking know who that is. And you recognize that costume. You see a green costume with question marks all over it, people know who that is. It it goes into the logo kind of conversation that we had. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's another one that I forgot to bring up. The logo. Most of the villains, though, don't have that logo. They don't like to advertise as much. The Riddler's costume helps him immensely. In I agree. A-lists I agree. Argument. Because if you take off any of the question marks, nobody's really comic book fans <clears throat> won't even know who the Riddler is. I agree with that, uh, but still, that is part of the character, and I feel like just the green color, even the pizza. There it is, folks. Pizza break. Calling time on the Riddler discussion. Looks like we'll find out. What kind of list villain the Riddler is when we come back? I think we're going to find the answer to this. Quickly? Riddle. Oh! Pizza break.
We're back. Pizza break. Brought to you by Pizza Hut. <laughs> traditional pepperoni and sausage. Traditional crust pizza. Quick pizza count. Two pizza, two breadsticks. Me too. Three pizza, one breadstick. Mm. Mm. See what I did there. Shame. A piece of pizza is like triple the size of one breadstick. It's okay. <clears throat> I wanted to make sure that there was some... Uh, there's a little bit of a difference in our... As there's a difference in the way we feel about A-list and B-list villains, there's a difference in how we eat pizza. Because some people have an actual opinion and others just want to argue. Mm-hmm. It's this good podcasting. It's a, it's a shame that you guys just want to argue with me. <laughs> it is good podcasting. Fuck you. <laughs> so anyway, the Riddler. Big exclamation point on him, right? Yeah. A comma, correct? Is that the DC guy without the face? No. No? So what are we doing? Are we doing Riddler uh, A-list? B-list? I'm, I'm going to give him A-list. Ooh! Yeah, why don't you fight with Matt like you fight with me? I don't know. What makes him, what makes him an A-list villain? Um... I think the outfit is really recognizable. I feel like if I showed it to somebody, very similar to Dr. Octopus, kind of for the same reasons. You see the green outfit with the question marks on it. Riddler's been around for a long time. You recognize him from the show, probably more than even the Jim Carrey iteration of him. Um, I just feel like you're going you're gonna to know that that's the Riddler. Because Jim Carrey was essentially the Joker dressed as the Riddler. Actually, yeah. I thought Tommy Lee Jones was the Joker with two faces. Yeah, I felt that they all were trying to be the Joker. Like, oh, we showed up a couple movies too late. Oh, well. <laughs> I'll still audition for the part. Don't Jim worry. Jim Carrey's Riddler was Jim Carrey wearing the Riddler outfit. If he was just straight up the Joker in that movie, I would have been a lot more okay with that movie. There's a lot of good in that movie. Really? Yeah, there were there were some good things. Batman though. Forever, a lot of good. There was some good in that movie. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot good of in good. that movie. There there was a lot of good in that movie. I think there was some good in that movie. <clears throat> it was a little better than Batman Returns. I want to say Batman Returns was much more wacky than people give it credit for. Oh, I don't think anybody's disputing how wacky Batman Returns. People is. do. People are like, oh, it's this dark. Dark gothic take on Batman, blah, blah, blah. It was fucking penguins with missiles on their head. It was yeah, crazy. It was still dark and gothic, though. Well, a little bit, but it was still wacky. It was more wacky than anything, I thought. Riddler was pretty wacky. Riddler was wacky. But there were still good things about it. Their we... hideout at the end with all the neon lights and everything. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Yeah. But to Joel Schumacher. Just the way Batman Returns was to Tim Burton. You know, it's like they mm-hmm. let these guys have too much free reign. Nobody reeled them in and said, mm, okay, guys, this is the Batman movie, not the Joel Schumacher or the Tim Burton movie. Now, if we're going to put Riddler in there as being an iconic <laughs> villain because you can see him and instantly know that that is, 
that's who that villain is. Do you you don't feel that way about Two Face? Nobody's we're not putting Two Face in. I feel like Two Face is real close, but in my opinion, I just don't feel like he's quite there. And maybe part of it is because he didn't exist on the '60s show. I feel like that '60s show transcended generations. I know it did. You know, it's probably to some degree still in syndication. Hell, they even have a current comic book based on those versions of the characters. So, the fact that Two Face wasn't there, I feel like, is kind of hurting his status. Do we know why they didn't put Two Face in there? Just because his his story was too grisly for that? I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But with that said, I'm I'm putting Two Face on the B list. I'm gonna put Two Face on the B list. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's so iconic as someone like Doc Ock or the Riddler. I think he's instantly recognizable. Um, I think he's recognizable. I don't think he's iconic. I think he. I think he's iconic. I, I put him on the A list, but that's just my personal list. Fans, let us know where you put Harvey Two Face on your list. Another Batman villain that I feel is worth discussing is the Penguin. Again, his popularity stems, I think, from... He sucks, C-list. But people know who he is, so B-list. Stems from Burgess Meredith's uh, portrayal in the 60s show. Um, People know him based on his look, the top hat, the long nose, the stout nature... Um, and then I think Danny DeVito's portrayal in Batman Returns was very iconic as well. Um, in that disgusting leotard where he looked like a... The raw fish eating, the nose biting. Yeah. It was disgusting. And, and the, the three-fingered edition, which, you know, they, they basically took that look, but then applied more traditional comic book sensibilities to the character in the animated show, which came out, I think, the same year as the... Batman Returns, or maybe it was the year after, whatever. Might have been um, the same year, I think. And and that's probably actually the best like representation we've ever had of the Penguin outside of the comics. You know, the most true to comics form was the one in that animated show. Um, everybody knows who the Penguin is. Um, you can pick them out of the lineup with the with the look. They know the name. I'm going a list. I say B-list. And the umbrellas, too, by the way. They don't know what he uses them for, but he fucking has an umbrella and people know it. I, I don't... I think... I, I think I'm with you for the A-list up to the umbrellas. I don't think people know... I don't think if you ask someone what does he do, they're going to say umbrellas. I think people are going to say he's just the penguin. He's a bad guy. I feel like you wouldn't be able to... They wouldn't be able to say, well, he's a crime boss and this and that. But they might be able to recognize the umbrella. He's had it in every iteration of the character. He had it in the Batman Returns movie. He had it in the show. He has it in the comics. I remember the old Superpowers action figure that I had. He came with an umbrella. It's it's a big part of the character. Visually. It, it really says something to Batman's Rose Gallery that we're having the discussion almost solely about his Rose Gallery and almost nothing else. I agree. Um, and that's part of the reason why I think Batman is, you know, one of the best superheroes is because his villains are so interesting. You know, visually, 
and um, actually probably more visually than anything, you know? I, I, I think that his villains are pretty, pretty instantly recognizable, and I, I don't have a problem putting a lot of them on this A-list or, or even in the B-list. Because it's, well, it's not, a, it's not about you having a problem putting them on there, it's just that they're the most recognizable. You know, they're the most well known of the villains out there. Yeah, I was just speaking <clears> of <throat> the ones that I don't have a problem doing that. Like I was, I was only half kidding earlier when I said it's Batman's villains and then everyone else. That's the conversation that we're pretty much having. In my opinion, though, that's where it ends. There are no other Batman villains, Rogues Gallery, that make it on the A list. They're essentially all B-listers from there. Unless we're talking about Beware the Batman TV show, those are all fucking Z-listers. Oh, the double A-list? Yeah, the double... They're, they're so not even low, in... you restart letters? Yeah. What about, uh... What about Catwoman? Oh, fuck. Yeah, she's who is Who is gray area, but... That's another <clears throat> debatable if she's a villain or a hero. She's a villain. Is I mean, she? She's recognizable as a villain. I think she's recognized... She's a lot of, uh, she's very gray area. Within the current... I think she's more gray area than Riddler is. I'm well, not sure. Yeah, for I sure. Put Within the current villains. established rendition of Catwoman, I feel like she's very much more of an anti-hero than anything. Um, you know, she. if you read the current Catwoman comic... And you do? Well, I did up until Anne Nascenti took over and... Started writing like diarrhea on a page. Whoa! <laughs> when when we talked about the worst comics we've ever read, I should have picked her first issue of Catwoman that oh. came out earlier this year. It that was bad. Yeah, I I truly believe. Hope it was she's just, not listening. Actually, I hope she is, and I hope <gasps> she resigns from <gasps> Catwoman. I don't. This doubt... is why people hate you guys on Twitter. Just say <laughs> stuff like diarrhea on the page and. It's just, it's terrible. She she followed Judd Winnick's run, which a lot of people said was kind of stu- too scandalous and risque, but I quite liked it, and um, she likes came tits. in. Yep. Well, I think I'm sitting around you two guys, a couple of boobs. Whoa. Wow. File. Anyway, um, yeah, the, her run on Catwoman it was awful, and it's sadly still going. And I picked up the new previews this past week, and I see that she's still writing it two months from now. So I guess somebody's buying it, but it's not me. I dropped that book. And I think she almost fits into the you know <clears throat> anti-hero, like you just said. I, I, now I she know. does, and the current runs of comics. But if you for the longest time though, she's been like this for at least fifteen years. I agree with maybe you, maybe longer. But I feel like most people are slow on the uptake. I feel like most people still identify that character as a Batman villain, not as like a contemporary or somebody that helps him part of the time. It's one of his... Because she's not like the Punisher, who is an anti-hero. In all of her incarnations, at some point, she's fighting Batman. Yeah, they also get their swerve on him, but she's always fighting him. That's a bad... Heroes fight heroes all the time, even if it is an anti-hero. Punisher fights Daredevil, Daredevil, Spidey. Spider-Man. That's a bad, 
But would you, That's a bad would you agree there's an obvious difference between Batman fighting Catwoman than Batman fighting Superman? Or I would Daredevil, love to see Batman. Or Daredevil fighting the Punisher? Uh, I think there's a slight difference because I don't remember Bullseye and... or Because Bullseye Darede- is a straight-up bad guy. Daredevil and Punisher ever having sex. But that... Fan fiction. That's what it's there for. Actually, Judd Winnick. Hmm. He had them fuck? Yeah. Not Did you guys know that in... Fan fiction. Uh, people like to write fan fiction for the Supernatural show. Yes. And they like to have Dean and um, Sam. Sam. Sam get it on, and they call it Wincest. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> anyway. So we got, a, we got a text question. Wait, wait, before we get to that. Okay, here we go. We'll get to it in a second. Did we establish where we're going to put Catwoman? I mean, Ian, I feel like you don't even want to put her on the list because, in your opinion, she's kind if of... If anything, I think she's B-list. I would not put her in the, in the A-list. She's an A-list character. Everyone knows who that is. Okay. I will, I, I'm saying A-list character, not A-list hero or villain. But she's an A-list character. Everyone knows Catwoman. So we're going to put so her on the same list as Batman, Superman, Catwoman, Wonder Woman... Spider-Man. We're going to put her on that same list. I, th- yeah, I think that goes against everything that we talked about a couple episodes ago. I think that's, that's... She's instantly recognizable and there No, are... she's not. She has, she's had Fuck a million yeah, different... She she's had a million different uh, outfits. She almost never appears the same way. Batman's outfit's always the it's very, it's almost It's very similar. It's very similar where in comparison to Catwoman's... She has different colors, different shades of her outfit. Sometimes she has goggles that turn into ears. It's silly to say that she looks the same she everywhere. She looks like Catwoman all the time. Maybe not so much in I, Dark Knight I, Rises. I like but that. Other than that, she looks like Catwoman. I like that all we the were time. going to argue. Like a couple weeks ago, we argued that Captain America might not be on the A list, but we're going to put Catwoman on the A list tonight. That's. You really don't think people know who Catwoman is? I think that they know Captain America with before so Catwoman. Few, with so few famous female characters out there already, I would not. Of course, I would not put her on the A list. Catwoman. I wouldn't put her on the A list. Matt, I'm just going to sit here and listen to you guys argue. No, I I don't want to try to like talk over anyone because that never works. But um, it doesn't work when you don't try to talk over anyone. I just I wait for a break. Actually, I've noticed if I'm quiet and I shut up, and you're like, oh, wait, Matt's not trying to talk. Hey, what does he think? So anyway, he thinks that, first of all, I don't think we should even be debating whether or not she's on the hero list. That was two weeks ago. Whatever. Well, not. Well, Ian was putting her in the company of Captain America and Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. If we're going to talk characters, which is what Paul brought up. No, let's just... Is that okay for me to go with something that was talked about tonight? Can Mm -hmm. I reference that? Well, I think that's wrong to even bring it up. I think let's just stick her on the... Mm. Let's keep her in the villains list, okay? Because okay. that's where we are today. That's the company she would be in. And uh, I got to agree with Paul for the most part. In your face! A-list villain. Yep. I, I really do think she's very instantly Lex recognizable. Luther, Joker, <clears throat> Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's it. That's the list. Yeah, I don't balk at that at all. It really is all Batman's bad guys, Lex Luthor, yeah. and that's it. Kind it is. of, yeah. 
And Dr. Octopus. I have another guy. But not Magneto. I have another guy that I think Yeah, we put Magneto on the A-list. Yeah, we did. Very low on the A-list. He's like the A-minus list. How about Dr. Doom? Dr. Doom's pretty recognizable. Um, I think that's worth having a discussion about. But um, I do want to say that I, I kind of agree with your point that Catwoman's look has not really stayed consistent and it has changed more than Batman's. However, I would argue... At the same time, that Batman's look has changed quite a bit in different iterations. Like, for example, compare the Kelly Jones version of Batman to like the Joe Casada version of Batman. Like the redesigned Joe Casada. Did Joe Casada redesign Batman? Ooh, he yes. made him like that. He made him completely crazy. You know what? After oh no 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 no. I'm, uh, Batman That's sort- what I thought you were talking no, about. He, I, he did that design. No, before that. Batman sort of Azrael. When Azrael was first introduced, it was a Batman story. The way he drew him, he had incredibly short, short bat years. ears. Um, whereas the the uh, Kelly Jones version had like three foot high ears. That's the, very, very. I know that sounds drastic, but that's a minor thing in comparison to the way that Catwoman's outfit has changed. She's changed well, color schemes. She's changed. Well, okay, get, getting back to colors. The Joe Quesada version was gray and blue. The um, Kelly Jones version was pretty much just like a charcoal gray. He lost the briefs. Um, I I think at that time Fuck he still those had commando. He still had the uh, the yellow crest bat symbol, which I believe the Joe Quesada one still had. But again, light gray, blue. Versus like a charcoal gray. That's pretty drastic, I think. Bright purple with her mullet hanging out was the early 90s Jim Ballant one. She's always, Catwoman is always, tight outfit, ears, whip. Okay, that's fine. Through every incarnation. And that's She's the had basis. goggles and leather suits and spandex suits. But purple. Just like, just like the long Gray, tail. black, full range of the spectrum. Yeah, I don't think Matt's argument helps the case at all because there's all such minor things Batman cape dark outfit ears cow it's consistent throughout all the incarnations Catwoman tight outfit ears whip throughout every Compl- incarnation but, but completely different tight outfits completely different well Catwoman still always had the um, kind of the headpiece. Outside of the sometimes she has the goggles, sometimes she has she still has a headpiece with the goggles. Sometimes she doesn't have the headpiece though. Sometimes it's just the goggles. No, she always has the headpiece. Unless you're talking about the Dark Knight Rises. Is that not an incarnation that we can talk about? Uh, well, they never call her Catwoman. That's true. (laughs) I guess it wasn't her. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can reference that one example, sure. Does she always have the headpiece in the um, Darwin Cook version? Does she always have it? Because there's a lot of... I think so. Okay. I think you can show someone all the different versions from the purple outfit and the weird cape to Darwin Cook's version to Michelle Pfeiffer. And people are going to know who that is. I think they're all close enough. They're all tight enough to those three things of... The tight outfit, the whip, and the ears. No one's going to mistake her for someone else in any of those incarnations. I think the purple one is the one that might give people problems. I, that I agree. Was that's the most off base yeah, one. Yeah, and, and that's she had the most that obscure long. one. 
Is it is it the most obscure one? Yeah, I think people know. I think you two know what I'm talking about. Because we're comic nerds. Yeah, but it, it's the one that deviates the most out of, I think, any iteration. Usually it's black. You know, the purple is this wild new color that was, you know, added in. Um, but anyway, I stand by my uh, feeling that, yes, people know who the hell Catwoman is. Uh, she belongs on that list. I don't think she belongs with the company that we're putting there. I think people do know who the hell she is, but I don't think she belongs I mean, on the list. I don't think that she's as big a deal as the Joker or Lex Luthor necessarily, but you're telling me that she's less well-known than Dr. Octopus? Could be. Could be. I think he might be a little more recognizable. That's the silliest thing you've said in 20 podcasts. It could be. He, I mean, he's the Doctor... Less people know Catwoman than know Doctor Octopus. Could be. It's my opinion. Any I, other any other Batman heroes that we want... <laughs> Batman villains that we want to put on this I thing? Would, I would agree with your opinion, Ian, but then we'd both be wrong. Catwoman. Do we, we want to... Oh yeah, that is a cape. So oh hey, that looks just like every other one. Tight outfit and I guess she did have a purple outfit yeah. back in the day. Yeah, she did. Uh, all right, so um, wildly different. I don't even know that that's Catwoman. Neither do you, except the there, fact that you typed it in there. There is. There's uh, no way no one doesn't know this image is Catwoman with the tight purple outfit, the whip, and, and the that big cape. Fucking cat ears. And that cape. People are going to be like, I don't know who that is. Granted, it's the most obscure, but I don't think. Oh, it's... I thought the one that I brought up was the this most obscure. This is the one we're talking about. That's the not the one that I brought you know, up. That's Ian not was, the one I was talking Ian about. Was referencing the Jim Ballant version that does not have a cape and she has long pants. But anyway, she's on the list, so we don't have to keep looking up pictures. Uh, and any other any other people? Well, we brought up Doctor Doom, and I said Doctor Doom. I think is worth discussing. Uh, I don't necessarily feel like he's an A-lister. I feel like he's pretty damn close. And I would have to be persuaded to consider him as an A-lister. Do either of you guys feel like he belongs? I think he belongs. I think he is more so than Catwoman and her fucking millions of different outfits that she has. Uh -huh. Doctor Doom's always looked the same. He has. People know who Doctor Doom is. You say Doctor Doom, they're like, oh, that dude with the metal face and the green hood. It is a very iconic look. I'm just not sure if. I don't. I don't think it's people it's don't penetrated popular culture to the point that the Catwoman has. The point that you guys keep bringing up is with he's been around. They've been around for a long time. Doctor Doom was around in the heyday of Marvel Comics, which was all over the place. Red Red Skull's been around one year less than the Joker, and. You know, a quarter of the people know Red Skull compared to the Joker. That was before the big boom in the 60s. And I'm not making the age argument. Uh, he's been around forever. If, we, uh, if we're going to consider Fantastic Four as a well-known entity, people know who the Fantastic Four are. I think that they know who the Fantastic Four fights. It's Doctor Doom. I think he's close. I think he's real Real close. And what, you could sway me what, what make, to put him on the what A list. Makes him, what, makes him, what makes him not qualify for the A list? I don't think he'd pass the head test. Is really? I, I think he would. I And I know, I agree, that is an iconic look. I just don't feel like 
your average everyday person is going to see an image of that and know who that is. Maybe they've kind of heard of Dr. Doom, but I don't know if they can put a face to the name. I disagree, but... Yeah, I mean, obviously there's no... Unless we pull people... I think we're going to... I wish I would have done that. I really wanted to pull people before he's got this. A, he's, I think he's got a pretty good chance of passing the head test. I think he could, but I think probably more so he can't. Um, One of the top villains in the Marvel Universe, if we want to do that, where does he fit into uh, the universe? He's one of the big bad villains in that in that comic book universe. He, uh, nobody knows what his powers are. They're not going to be able to tell you what he does other than he's an evil doctor based on his I don't think you even need to know well, what his I mean, powers exactly remember, these are. Remember, are, these are like kind of our criteria, the, these factors. Like, I mean, he shoots stuff out of his fingers sometimes. Probably people yeah. don't know that. Yeah. I have no idea what he does. Yeah. Um, he's mystical. They don't, they don't know that his name is Victor Von Doom. They might. No. It would be, nobody knows that. Nobody knows who Selena Kyle is either. Yes, people on the street. Same way no one knows who Diana Prince is. But everybody knows Wonder Woman. Yeah, the, I mean, I'm just saying, like, looking at all the criteria, I'm, I'm struggling to find any that he kind of qualifies for, other than potentially the head test. How about the name test? How about Doctor Doom? And that instantly would bring I, the iconic outfit that you guys both just said well, that's he the wears, thing. I, I that has never changed and he's been around a long time. I've, all the things that you guys are using. Like I said... I feel like people would recognize the name Doctor Doom, but not necessarily be able to put a face to it. Like maybe they'd think, "Is that like a Flash Gordon villain or something?" They would just know clearly that's a bad guy, but that's potentially the extent of it. In Doctor Doom's favor, I think a lot of people know who he is, despite the fact that he's only been in one movie. And he didn't Two even movies, really right? look like himself. He was in both movies. Yeah, I guess he was. And he was so poorly and he portrayed. And he was so poorly done in those movies that he I don't even think he's all that recognizable to who he really is. So I think he makes a really a really good push for the high B list, but I don't know if he cracks. I don't know if he can crack into the A's. Until they make a good Fantastic Four movie and do a, a fair representation of him, I think he's going to be on the outside looking in. The, the history argument for Lex Luthor and the Joker is a lot different than the history argument for someone like Dr. Doom because Lex Luthor and the Joker have been tied to two of the biggest superheroes of the last century. So the if you want to say they're, they're riding the coattails of their enemies onto the A-list, maybe. But look at a guy like Red Skull. He's been around just as long. Only a quarter of the people know who he is. And we pulled that. Quarter of the people. Quarter. 100% know who the Joker is. 25 know who the Red Skull is. Yeah, I, I, think skull. That, I, think, I think it almost comes down to the Joker might even be in a category all by himself. Because the Joker, you can disconnect from Batman even, I think. And you would know who the fuck the Joker is. And But if you say Lex Luthor, people know who that is. Just as much as, but I, I, but Lex Luthor, say Doctor Doom, but Lex Luthor, 
I think, is riding the coattails of Superman much more than the Joker is. The Joker feels like it's he's his own separate franchise. Almost. I agree. I mean, yeah. like, Lex or the Joker is like one of the biggest villains of all time. Like him and Darth I think Vader is, belong yeah. in company together. Yeah. Um, but we got to keep all these guys in one in one letter. Um, so I'm unconvinced. We'll have fan revolt. I am unconvinced that Doctor Doom should be an A. Um, do you have any other arguments you want to make? No, I think he's an A. Okay. And I think he's a B, Paul. What do you think? High B. High B. I give him a high B for sure. I'm a B plus. B we plus. don't do plus and uh, high. We do strict. I've know, got letters. I've got one other character I want to talk about before we get to the to the text question. Um where do we stand on the shredder? B. Low B. Well, I think you can make a case for being an A. I think you can make a case for high B. But not an A. I'm not sure he passes the head test. I think B. I don't... Well, um, we have the turtles as A listers. True. And do we... Like, you know, obviously Lex Luthor rides the coattails of Superman... Does Shredder ride the coattails of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Do do people know, if they know the Turtles, do they know who they fight? I, th- I think so, but I, I don't think that the average person on the street would know who the Shredder is if you just showed them the head. Mm-hmm. Maybe even the body. They might just be like, oh, some weird cartoon character. If you say, if you say to someone, who is Lex Luthor, they're going to tell you who he is. Mm-hmm. If you say, who's the Shredder... I don't think you're going to get the same response. And I think you're going to get... A, I think if, with Doctor Doom, you'll get a vague response like, oh, he's a he's like a superhero bad guy. Mm-hmm. But Lex, who's 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 Lex Luthor? He's Superman's bad guy. Agreed. But if you do Shredder, you're going to get... Cheese? Can you, can you ask... Do you know who the Shredder is? Um, like... Do you know who the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles main villain is? Would they be able to... to... They say Baxter Stockman. <laughs> Would they? I know? like that they made him black in the new cartoon. Why do you like that? Why do you hate diversity? I was just why asking you... Why do you hate you... diversity? No, I feel like you're just shoehorning that in there because of your noted anti-diversity stance <laughs> from your hatred of foster children. Why do you why do you like that he's black in that one? I think I think the character design looks looks cool. I think he's just a cool cool looking character. So he's allowed to be black by your standards. Absolutely. Okay. I like black guys. Not tonight, you don't. I haven't put one black guy on the B list. <laughs> so are there any A list black besides Darth Vader? <laughs> So are there are there any black? So we're gonna put villains? Shredder on the B. B I, list I would say B. Okay, list. All right, I, can I would say that. B list. I think he's high B, but we're not doing. We don't do high. We don't do low. All right, so plus or minus. I understand. We have a text question from one of our faithful listeners. We do have a text question from faithful listener Wayne in upstate the, New York. The aforementioned Wayne. Thanks for writing, Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. Um, even though I'm pretty sure this this question has 140 characters and it would have fit on Twitter, now yeah. it's fine that you just texted us. In the recent movies, which villain is depicted most like the comics, 
and which is the furthest from the comic? Uh, furthest? That's a, that's that's a, a really good, good question. question. It is a great question. Furthest? Uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Two Face. Furthest? Yeah. Man. Uh, no, it would, it would probably be Bane in Batman and Robin. More than, more than Tommy Lee Jones' joke of Two Face. You just said he was the Joker. Yeah, I know. But Bane, I mean, look at what Bane is in the comic, and then look at what he became in in the movie. He's the Hulk. He doesn't even speak. Yeah, but like the basis of what he does is the same. He doesn't speak, but. He's a little guy that gets juiced up on Venom, and then he beats up Batman. Bane was never a little guy in the comics. All right, he's a big guy that juices up and gets even bigger. Okay. Ian? I'm thinking. He was, I'm thinking he about, was a criminal mastermind I don't think, I in think the comics. I think there's probably a better, a better answer. There, he was a criminal mastermind in the comics. In the movie, he was just a retarded Neanderthal that couldn't even speak. All he was was muscle. And Two-Face is a really sad, sympathetic character. And in Batman Forever, he's a fuck. He's the fucking comedic relief the entire time. Well, I would argue that Jim Carrey was the comedic relief. That would be a good argument, because they're both comedic relief. Well, if we're talking comedic relief in Batman movies, the furthest away on personality... Dark Knight Rises Bane. Mm, I thought that was a joke. Um, Mr. Freeze oh. is really far away from the personality, at least of the animated series, that we know. It's it's a 180. Man, it's they, not even... they fucked up those movies. How is it? Out? The, first, the first ones we go to... Are those Schumacher Batman movies? <laughs> and we we're all arguing about different <laughs> shitty films. And each of them can each There's of them a has point. a great case to at, be the worst. At least the Schwarzenegger representation of Doc or Mr. Freeze had that tear that came down to add just that little bit of emotional resonance where it turns into like a, a little teeny tiny bit, but the rest of the movie was just one liner after one it liner. Was. Have you guys seen on YouTube? The the compilation of one liners it's like eight minutes long <laughs> because it's every piece of dialogue yeah, that he said. Yeah, it was truly terrible. I'm pretty sure he wrote all of that himself. So <laughs> Wayne says further or uh, most recent recent movies. So do or do we want to say color? do we want to do since do the, we want to say golden era of comic book movies X Men and beyond? We can do that. Furthest away. Well, who is most like their comic book counterpart? Catwoman, clearly. <laughs> oh, low blow. Low blow. Hmm. Most like. It's a good question. It is good. Damn it, I wish I had more time yeah, to think about this. this yeah. Dr. Octopus is very, is very similar to... What he was in the comic books. Isn't he... Is in, the com- in the comics, isn't he a little more... Evil. A little more yeah. evil. I'm gonna yeah. rob some banks. Yeah. Well, some Magneto! Banks. Magneto's almost the same fucking character. Except he's about a thousand years older. It's more realistic to how old he would be if we actually age these characters properly. Make it a- even more realistic. 
I can I can get behind Magneto. I think that's a. I don't think they change very much at all about him in the movies than from what he is in the comics. Um, Red Skull was pretty good. He Red was pretty Skull good. might be the. My I think pick. I know enough about the comic book Red Skull to. Uh, now the worst one actually is is Mandarin. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is that is the uh, biggest difference. But I don't know if it was the worst. I still liked what they did. Oh, I hate it. I like I liked what they did too, but I have they no emotional the character. I have no emotional attachment in the name to that of character. one punchline. Like that's unacceptable. Yeah, man. I I think uh, even if we go past recent movies, Mandarin's gonna have to win yeah, that award for furthest away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good call. I would say so. Well done, Matt. I knew there was a real obvious one that was completely fucking crazy. Mandarin. Hmm. So Magneto. I would say. Is the closest. I think. That's Ian's pick. My pick I'm going with Red Skull. I think Red Skull was uh, really well done and close. That's a good pick. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with Magneto. So I can't think of anyone else that would be would be closer. And Mandarin's a slam dunk. They screwed that guy. So So Mandarin, A list villain? No. Mandarin uh B list villain? No, probably a C list villain because the representation of him in the movie was so Now no one knows what that character is really exactly. about. Exactly. It was so misguided that, that they kind of fucked him forever. Well, until they redo Iron Man franchise. Which they'll never do, because everybody Z- will be like, oh, no, it's not Robert Downey Jr. They'll redo it with uh, <clears throat> Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Hey, that guy gets pumped because he's so good looking. But he is a good actor. I know the feeling. Well, let's not get crazy, little Zach. <laughs> so, uh... We got. We have any uh, B or C listers we want to try to categorize, or do we feel like we essentially did that as we went through the A list? Oh man, I feel like there's a wealth of um, there's a wealth of villains out there that we could be talking talking about. I feel like basically any of the remaining Batman villains that didn't make the A list are pretty much by default B list. Yeah, I think someone would someone would recognize. Black Manta, but not know who the fuck he is. You're fucking crazy. You're out of your mind. You are so fucking crazy. Nobody knows who Black Manta is. is. I think someone would see that and and know something, but not know who who not know who that character was. That big black. That's the most out of twenty episodes of this podcast. That's the most irrational thing that you've ever said. Yeah, that's maybe. fucking nuts. That big black helmet. No, even from Nobody. Super Friends, isn't recognizable. No. no, nobody's gonna know that. Nobody is. I'm not saying people know who he is. They're gonna say that that's a comic book. They might villain. think it's a Star Wars character. That's what I'm saying. People will look at that and say that's a comic book villain, but so not know right. who the fuck he is. That's what. I'm so, saying. so that qualifies him as what then? As like a Z-list, I mean, as somebody who's in a comic book. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's A-list or B-list. I'm Paul. just well, who else looks like they would be in a comic book? Anybody that's drawn like a comic, a comic book, book hero? hero. 
You know, Come on, Paul. I think Barack Obama appeared in a couple of comic books. Would he be a comic book villain too? I think both of you know what I'm talking about. Not real. No, you went so fucking far with that one. I yeah, I I can't I can't back it. Can't get behind it. And he he just played a big part on Young Justice. That me and you watched. A lot of people watched our show. Yeah. Ah, I didn't see it. Matt, to the Sorry. Two out of three, and we're supposedly <clears throat> comic book aficionados. That's fine. I, Paul, I agree. People would know that Black Manta is a comic no, book No, Paul, you were character. ready to put him on the B list because of this. No, I wasn't ready to put him oh, on the B list. What, you, no, what were you even, what kind of point are you making? So you're saying he should have been on the C list? I don't even think he makes C list. What is your point? My point was that some, someone would see that big helmet hate your and recognize I it hate from you. somewhere, but not know <laughs> who that is. Somewhere. <laughs> I vaguely think I know what this maybe might be about. And you felt the need to bring that up. Yes, I did. <laughs> You're such an idiot. Holy oh, shit. I'm trying to buy it. What? I agree I'm with standing you. Standing by it. I, what you said is people would know that that's from a comic book. I 100% agree with you. People it's would know totally... him from somewhere. They have seen that helmet before. If they can't place it, no, they haven't seen it before. No, they haven't seen it. I don't okay. know. They would recognize that it comes from a comic book, maybe based on the style of the artwork. Mumra, B-list character. Who? Mumra. Really? I think that answers your question Whoa, right yeah. there. yeah. Really? No T- Mamra. T-list character. Seriously, you don't know who Mamra is? No. Wow. Who's okay. Mamra? The Thundercats, Thundercats bad, guy. Yeah. Oh. Mamra, the ever-living? I think people would know Mamra before well, oh, Black no, Manta. No. <laughs> well, I knew Black Manta before I knew Mamra. Yeah, yeah. And you also don't watch Young Justice either. No. Young Justice was really I've read good. some Aquaman, though. Look, I'm sorry for you. No, it's, it was that good Jeff stuff. Jeff Jones' Aquaman is really good. It was good. I read it. Yeah. It's okay. How many issues? I read six issues. Does that qualify me to have an opinion on it? It does. It does. Okay. Paul, what other characters would people recognize as comic book characters regardless of the letter that they are categorized under? Would they recognize Craven the Hunter as somebody that they knew from somewhere? No, he's not recognizable enough. What about Kang? No. We're what about Krang? I barely recognize K- Kang. K-letter Krang, however. They would say, I know him from somewhere. We should play a game. Like, Do you go know through this? the alphabet and we'll go around the fucking table and pick a different villain based on the letter. I'll start. <laughs> Actually, I won't because I can't think of an A villain. Annihilus. Do I need to pick an A list or an A? Just, we're just a or picking. B? Then you gotta go. Where do you have to go? B. You have to oh, pick uh, a villain with the first letter B. Batrock the Leaper. Carnage. <laughs> Doctor Doom. Oh, that's Doom? two D's. Double D's. That's how I like them. Now I, I apologize to the listeners. For having to endure this. <laughs> I think I, it's over now because I, I can't over. think of one. But I think we should see if we can get through the fucking alphabet. This is kind of... I think someone's going to have to bail me out. I'm done. What letter are you on? E. Um, fuck. Yeah. I think we're done. It's tough. 
All right, so we got through D. Impressive. Our comic book knowledge impresses you, doesn't it, listeners? Oh, what I like to think is that someone listening to this is shouting. They're screaming. The equalizer, you motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably like a fucking A-lister that we put on the list. <laughs> as soon as we stop recording, we're going to be like, oh. Fuck. Do, do we have an F? An F? <laughs> this, is why, this is why none of us could go on an actual game show, because of the pressure. The pressure <laughs> just crushed us into the ground. We're just smiling with open mouths, like, uh. Um, all right, so... You guys want to talk a little bit about... I want to keep playing this game, but it's going to bore the people. Why are we so stupid? So, maybe we can get 24 out of 26. What about G? Gorilla Grodd. H. Uh, Heat Wave. Who? Or Hector Hammond. Okay. Another, another, another double... I. Iguana Man? <laughs> yep. Uh, I. J. Joker. Good one. I. Wait, we didn't J. do A, or we didn't do I. We're not you doing did, I. Didn't Iguana we do Man? Iguana Man. It's not a real fucking guy. Come on. What? <laughs> is Iguana Man a real guy? Is he yeah. some weird image yeah. guy? Does IG88 count? <laughs> yeah, or. <laughs> uh, K. Killer Croc. Is that a K or a C? K. Killer. It's a K. Killer. All right. L. Lex Luthor. Took us a while. Though. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? M. Magneto. Magneto. See, that was quicker. N. A. Top A. High A. A plus. <laughs> N. Yeah. Um. There was a savage the night dragon night, villain no, called Negate. Oh, that actually is. Uh, yeah. Um. There was a savage dragon villain called Negate. Oh, um. Oh, never mind. Oh. Octopus. Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Omni Man, technically. Yeah, I guess so. M. Mirror Master. Wait, wait, we were on O. Wait a second. What? How did you go to M? How did you say M? We we did Magneto. That was backwards. (laughs) Yeah, but you skipped over. So where where well, where are we at? We're on P. We did O. We're on P. Not only did you go backwards, you skipped the letter. N was uh, negate. Negate. Negan. Negan. Oh, yeah. From The Walking Dead. You haven't met him yet because you don't read books. Yeah, that dude is that dude is a villain for mm-hmm. real. Uh, P. Professor I- Ivo is that the Professor Evo? Evo. Yeah. Q. Question? Quick, Quicksilver? Oh, uh, sometimes. Mm, gray area. Hmm. He's in a fucking Avenger. If that, you're on the Avengers, you're not a bad guy. Okay. Okay. The and the question is a good guy. The question's a good guy. I question that. That's gay. Yep. For the purposes of the game, let's accept Quicksilver. Move <laughs> on. <laughs> R. Ronald Reagan. In the dark and <laughs> returns. Uh, yeah. I accept it. <laughs> there should be a million bad guys. We're just Ronin. St- stupid. Ronin the accused. We're just is he a bad guy? No. Or is he just like a cosmic guy? A cosmic guy. 
Really? They're, come on, R's a really common letter, too. I know. There's, there's got to be someone in. Well, Rampage? Who? I don't know. I just made it up. That sounds like a bad guy. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Let's say it's a video game, too, with bad guys, right? Those guys Pretty are bad guys. Uh, Red yes. Skull, because we're retarded. <laughs> uh, S. Skeletor. Skeletor. Almost said Snake Eyes. <laughs> T. Uh, Two Face. Oh. <laughs> you. Um. There's gotta be some weird like space Ul- villain. Ultimate Man. Ultron. Ultron, yeah. V. Victor Von Doom. <laughs> Vulture. Mmm, <laughs> Vulture. Mm. Iconic. Old W. The Wastrel. What? <laughs> Wendigo. Oh, good enough. X. Evil Xavier. <laughs> Zorn. Technically, yeah. yeah, yeah. Y. The Last Man. Mm, great book. Yeah, Y. Face. The Yeti. Is that a bad guy? Seems like it, right? Yeah. Wasn't that Wendigo? I thought uh, the Yeti was... um... Young Magneto. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the the Yeti was like um, the Bigfoot of the snow, but the Wendigo is like a supernatural monster. Oh, okay. Good enough. And then Z. Uh, Zodiac. Zodiac. Okay. It's kind of of a gray area. area. But we did it, folks. Aren't you amazed? <laughs> that sucks so bad. Oh my god. I don't know. That was bad. We we couldn't think of R. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna. I think go to we skipped we skipped letters. We skipped F and we skipped E. We skipped E. We're gonna go to bed tonight, and all of these are gonna come back. I'm gonna be getting texts all night. Oh, home. I know. This is gonna be the uh, highly debated segment from people that are using Google. Well, folks, I think that's gonna call it. For tonight's uh, episode number 20 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul McGinty. Ian Sharpley. Matt Cassell. And thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. See you.